2.99. Why are you judging my daughter's diving? I wasn't talking about her. I was finalizing this month's special at Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. 2.99% interest for 10 years. Wow, 2.99. Yeah? Visit PellaWI.com. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is the Jeff Wagner Show. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open now. Give us a call at 855-616-1620. And now, WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. Good afternoon, Wisconsin. Welcome to the program. Afternoon baseball. One of the, there's not too many day games remaining, but one of the final ones comes up this afternoon. There's a couple maybe in September, but not too many as the season winds down. Brewers and Pittsburgh and the Brewers, if they're going to make any serious run for the playoffs, they've, they've, got to, they've got to start not just winning these series, but stringing together a bunch of wins because San Diego and St. Louis and Philadelphia just aren't going away. And last night, another disappointing win. But today is another day. You never know when you can turn it around. All right. A number of new postings up on my Twitter account. It's at Jeff Wagner 620. And if you want to get a handle on some of the things we're going to be discussing in the next few minutes and tomorrow, you can check that out. But here's, here is the story. And this is the way it was reported by Channel 12. And if you don't understand how cheap life has become in the city of Milwaukee, this is a classic example of that. Man killed in parking space dispute. All right, family says the victim was shot behind his apartment by a man he found parked in his parking space. Here is the story. He lost his life over a parking space. Michelle Walker grapples with the knowledge that someone shot and killed her brother, Joseph Jones, in the alley behind his northwest side Milwaukee apartment near 76th and Vienna Streets over a parking space. My brother lost his life over a parking space, his own parking space that she pays for, Walker told WISN 12 News. A criminal complaint says that Jones confronted a 23-year-old man named Brayon White. More on that in just a minute. minute. On August, around 9 a.m. on August 15th. So, you know, where we talk about two weeks ago. Why did Jones confront Brayon White? Because Wright was parked in Jones's rented parking space. All right, so the guy is in the guy's parking space. It gets better. Brayon Wright is apparently driving a stolen car. So he's in a stolen car. He parks it in this guy's space, and the guy goes out and says, hey, that's my space. All right, something that my guess is many of you would do. It's your parking space. Somebody's in it. And, of course, as it turns out, it's a stolen car. The neighbors heard the arguing for about 20 to 30 minutes. Then they heard gunfire, the sister said. Uh, neighbors told 12 News that they heard about five shots. When the neighbors thought it was safe, they went outside and they found my brother in the alley. Police say Brayon Wright left the stolen vehicle and ran from the scene right into the path of a security camera mounted on a nearby garage. All right. Well, you know, you, it's a lot of times these murderers, they're, they're not the sharpest knives in the drawer. Police say the video showed Wright running, carrying a gun. Officers arrested him over the weekend. He's now charged with first-degree intentional homicide and two counts of bail jumping. More on that in just a minute. 
Walker says it wasn't her brother's first run-in with Wright. He's spoken to that guy on at least five or six different occasions, adding that it was about parking in Jones's space. Police also said Jones had a gun in his hand when he was found. Um, okay. Um, all right, so you get the background. The, the people, guy driving a stolen car is parked in the man's parking space. He comes out, he confronts them, they get into an argument, and the guy who is parked with his stolen car in the parking space pulls out a gun and shoots him. All right? Now, that would be bad enough, except let me do something that Channel 12 didn't do. And it is my challenge, and I've been saying this for the last several months, it is my challenge to the mainstream media around here that it's one thing to report these crimes— It's another to not report the whole story, which is to take a couple extra minutes and to run the criminal record of the person who has been charged. Now, the tip off to this is the police say the guy who is responsible for the murder driving the stolen car has been charged with bail jumping. Now, the tip off to that should be, huh, but what 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 is what is the bail jumping charge about? So this morning took a couple minutes and did something that the the channel told me. I give them credit for reporting the story. But here's what they could have done that they didn't. You could pull up the criminal record of Brayon M.K. Wright, who is now charged with this murder. And if you would have pulled up the criminal record of this guy, you would have found out that January of this year, he was charged with various domestic abuse charges, including the felony of strangulation and suffocation, disorderly conduct, misdemeanor, battery, misdemeanor, strangulation and suffocation, felony. So he's charged in January with felony domestic abuse. He appears in front of the court commissioner, and ultimately he is released on a—wait for it— a $1,000 bond. But but don't worry. You, you don't have to worry because as a condition of that bond, he was told that he's not allowed to possess firearms. All right. So this don't we're going to let you loose, Mr. Domestic Abuser, but but you're not allowed to possess firearms. And so he's turned loose on a stupid low bail. All we know is that that warning don't possess firearms Apparently didn't carry too much weight because here you have this guy out on a stupid low bail in a stolen car with a gun that he ends up using to shoot and kill someone else when the guy objects to the man who's out on bail with the gun uh, parking in his parking space. Number one, it demonstrates that life is cheap. But number two, it demonstrates that these ridiculously low bails that people are released on are not enough to stop them from committing crimes. And the orders, okay, you, you can go out, but but don't possess a gun. Well, it, it's, it's just absolutely less than meaningless. It, it is a cruel joke 
that is being played on the community by this catch-and-release system that takes people who are dangerous and puts them back out on the street in a way and shape and form that they could commit crimes again. Now, the ultimate irony is the man who wants to be the United States senator for Wisconsin, Mandela Barnes, he he doesn't even believe in the $1,000 bail. He wants to eliminate cash bail, and he also doesn't want to allow judges, when they are considering what bail to set, he doesn't believe they should be able to take into consideration the the, char- the thing that they are charged with. So you have somebody who's accused of strangling someone. Well, I'm not going to look at the charges. I'm not going to look at what he did, and I'm not going to set bail. No, we need to go the other way. This was a stupid low bail. To tell this man that he's not allowed to have a gun was not worth the paper and the effort and the breath that the court commissioner used to make that instruction, and they used to write it down on a piece of paper or put it up on the internet on a website because he paid no attention to that. He's in a stolen car. He's got a gun. He's out on bail. And now somebody else is dead. How many more times does this have to, I'm sorry, it's a rhetorical question. I ask it. How many more times does this have to happen before we realize we have a very, 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 very flawed justice system that is putting all of us at risk? So very glad to have you with us. Brewers baseball coming up in just a couple minutes. All right. The Joe Biden student loan giveaway gets even worse. We all know the deal by now. If you have an income of less than one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars and you have a student loan, you can regardless of how much your net worth is, regardless of your wealth, the taxpayers are going to help you, assuming that it gets through the courts, just make ten thousand dollars of it disappear. And yes, if you've paid your student loans back in the past, you're out of luck. If you for, uh, if you decided, okay, I, I'm not going to go into debt, I'm going to work real hard so I don't have to take out student loans, you're out of luck. If you took out student loans for your kids and you paid them back while your neighbors went on vacation and things like that, you are out of luck. If you graduated from high school and decided, you know what, I, I want to I start my own business. I, I don't want to fool around getting an English degree, so I'm going to take out a loan to buy my car and buy some equipment and start a landscape business, you are out of luck. The list goes on and on and on. All right. Since the COVID moratorium started in March of 2020, the government, because of the devastating effects of COVID and the government ordering um, essentially businesses to shut down, there has been a moratorium on making student loan payments. You haven't had to make your payments and the interest has not accrued. All right. So, a lot of people just said, hey, this this is great. And this applied to people even if COVID didn't affect you, even if you were working and continued to work and you didn't lose any money at all. The government simply said, you do not have to pay anything back. And that has cost the taxpayers billions of dollars. All right. So now now Joe Biden has waved his magic wand and he said, all right, we're not going to make you we're going to give you ten thousand dollars in just free money. Well, it's not free money because it comes from everybody else, but it gets better. What if you are one of those people who during the last two years, over the course of the student loan moratorium, what if you said, you know what, I've got money. I've got this obligation. I've got this debt. I want to repay my debt. I've got the money, and so you know, even though I don't have to make the payments, I'm going to make those payments. So what if you are one of those people who over the last couple years who has actually paid down your student loan debt? Because you had the money, you recognized it was an obligation that you had to honor, you did the right thing. 
Well, so what about you? Well, it's now been announced that don't worry if you paid money back on the loan over the last two years because you had the wherewithal to do it. They now say that you, you can apply to get your money back. I I swear, (laughs) uh, I've got a link to the story if you follow me at Jeff Wagner 620. So if you made voluntary payments during the pandemic, you are now allowed to apply for a refund that money I sent in, give it to me back. And once you get the refund back, you can then apply to have the $10,000 forgiven. So if you've been in a position to make the payments and you've made the payments because you thought it was the right thing to do, don't worry. Uncle Joe is there for you. He's going to give the money you paid back to you so you can then apply for and to have this forgiven. Well, here, here's the obvious question that, that comes to mind. What about all the rest of us? I, I mean, I ask that, that seriously. What, why, why should this $10,000 in relief, or 20000 if you make a quarter million dollars or less and you're married, why, why should that be limited to people who made the student loan payments during the moratorium? I mean, if we're going to be giving all this relief that's out there, I mean, why, why aren't we giving it to everyone— can I see a show of hands out there? Everyone who, who paid student loans off at any point in time. Why is it only the people that made the student loan payments over the last two years? Why isn't it people that made, I don't know, maybe if you made your last student loan payment in January of 2020, or if you paid off your loan in 2019 or 2018 or 2017 or 2010 or 2000. I mean, as long as the taxpayers are giving people this sweet deal why not giving the rest, give the rest of us chumps our money back for the student loan payments that we've made over the years? Back with more. In, but that's not the way this works. It's a government handout, and Joe Biden wants it to make as easy as possible for everybody, needy or not, deserving or not, to get that handout. And he hopes you're going to remember him when voting comes around in November. Well, my guess is a lot of people are going to remember this, but they're not going to necessarily remember it in the way that Biden would like it to be remembered. Hey, Wisconsin, the leaves are starting to fall, and you know what that means. It's time to get your home prepped for winter, and it's time for Wagner's Home Improvement Showcase, presented by Great Midwest Bank. Join me every week as we showcase the various ways you can ready yourself and your home for Wisconsin's infamously cold seasons. It's Wagner's Home Improvement Showcase on Wisconsin's radio station, 620 WTMJ. Yeah, see, you you get it. number of texts about this. Jeff, if I had the money to pay my loan back... Why should I get a handout? I guess I'd better vote for those guys. Right. That that is that is precisely the point. See, and that's the the underlying fundamental insanity and unfairness behind what Biden is doing in a blatant effort to buy votes. If you wanted to target this towards low income people who couldn't pay back their student loans otherwise, okay, maybe. But seriously, a quarter million dollars, you and your spouse make a quarter million dollars a year, and you expect, and anybody would expect that the taxpayers, senior citizens, for example, on fixed incomes, or I don't know, uh, a family where the spouse, one spouse is staying at home and raising the kids, and the other uh, spouse is working and maybe 80 grand a year, you're, you gotta pay. 
you're expected to pick up the tab for somebody, a couple that's making a quarter million dollars who's out of school? I mean, it makes absolutely no sense. And right, there's no means testing at all. By that, I mean for people who've already paid their loans back. And that's just the absolute insanity of it. If you decided, hey, okay, it's the last couple years. I've got money. I, I haven't been affected adversely by COVID. I've kept my job. I know I owe this money. I've got the money to pay it back, so I'm going to pay it back because it's the right thing to do because I know at some point in time I'm going to have to start paying the principal back. So if I can reduce the principal a little bit, if I can get this loan down from, I don't know, if I can get it down from $15,000 to $10,000 by making payments over the last year or two, wouldn't that be great because I'm going to owe less principal later on? If you did that, You know, now, because you had the money to do it, Joe Biden is now coming in and saying, even if you didn't need that, even if you've paid those loans back, we're giving you the money. What a great deal. What just an absolute great deal that is that the government is now going to give people back money that they have already repaid and allow them to be forgiven. Where does everybody else go to sign up for that? I ask rhetorically. Okay, that's it for me. Back 12 noon tomorrow when we do that. this all again. Check out uh, the Twitter account, at Jeff Wagner 620 Lots of new postings.